Hello out there to everybody stuck in retail hell on this fucktard Friday. It's the Ranty Bastard, and it's time for a brand new episode of the Retail Rant Podcast. Now, last week, I took a little bit of a serious tone. We talked about the future, what it holds for us. Well, you know what? The doom and gloom is over. Let's get back to fucking laughing. And you know what? There's nobody better to get you feeling better laughing about all this retail fuckery that we deal with. Then my guest this week, the great Dr. Penrose Eames. Make sure you're following this man. Hit him up on Twitter, at Penrose Eames. He is the host of Penrose vs. Anybody and a former member of the Grime Lords, who you also remember from the Couch Party crew. And I'll tell you what, it was a blast having this man in studio, having so much fun, drinking so much beer. And uh, hey, look, check his show out too. Make sure you subscribe, download the app, however you listen to it. Check out Penrose versus anybody because this is this is just a taste. Like I, I had so much fun doing this episode, but it's literally just a taste of the greatness that this man brings to the microphone. So sit back and relax, and let's get this thing started off right by cracking a cold beer, pouring something over a little bit of ice, leaving a five-star iTunes review for both shows. But most importantly, you have to make sure that you're doing us all one big, big favor. And make sure you're wearing someone else's fucking name tag. If you're listening to this show right now, it's because you have experienced retail hell. The unoriginal bastard who thinks that because it doesn't scan, it must be free. The people that have no respect for a public restroom. The customers that think that they can come in and haggle like it's some kind of goddamn flea market. The corporate office that cuts payroll, raises tasks, and expects more sales. Oh, those things never happen. Bullshit. This is the Retail Rant Podcast, streaming directly to your ear holes in medium definition audio quality. The, the thing with Amazon is, you know, a lot of times people are like, oh, it's such a great job. And it's like, well, what makes it great? It's like, oh, they pay like $18 an hour. Right. And I'm like, hey, that's awesome. But you're literally making $18 an hour for like four months. Right. And then what? Yeah. Because they're, they're not trying to pay you benefits. Exactly. Nothing. So. They're like, hey, look, we'll pay you and work you to death. But if you get sick, it's on you. It's almost like Amazon should be like a second job. I and mean, it's funny because... Mm-hmm. The young lady I was just telling you about, she works there, but she only works on the weekends, so she gets paid more. And I was like, why? And she was like, I don't know, but they give you a higher pay raise or a higher uh, wage of pay for working on the weekends as opposed to working during the week. I mean, I guess the people that are there, quote unquote, Monday through Friday, you know, they're like, hey, man, I want the weekend off. Yeah, I guess anybody sacrificing their weekends, it definitely yeah. makes sense to give them a little bit more money. But I mean, there's obviously in retail, there's no such thing as a weekend. Oh, fuck we no. all know that. Yeah, the fucking weekend is like Wednesday. Exactly. Like you, you either get Tuesday, Wednesday, or like Wednesday, Thursday. It's like, oh, oh, <laughs> oh, you want consecutive days off? Uh, you got any vacation time left? Right. Yeah, that's the no. real shit about fucking retail. Like you'll fucking bust your ass. You'll get a Wednesday off. Ask the boss for a Thursday, and they look at you with the screw face, like like you're doing like a disservice to the company. Yeah, or some yeah, shit. exactly. Like, you it's, want two days off? It's like, hold on, hold on. You got Tuesday, Thursday. Don't even think about Wednesday because that's that's when the freight shipment comes right. in. There's you're no way anybody. you're getting that off. Exactly. Yeah, I, I hate that shit. I worked for a fucking family dollar for a small time on the side, and it was almost like 
I was cool with the little eight dollars an hour because I was like, fuck it, it's just side money. Right. But at the same time, it's like they wanted you to be dedicated for eight dollars an hour. I'm like, you bitches ain't giving up no insurance. Like, you want me to fucking lift all these boxes? I'm working in the hood. Like, literally, people. I wasn't there that day, but I like literally people have gone in there and like put everybody on the floor and like robbed the store. Yeah, you, you don't even want to pay me more than eight bucks an hour, no. and and then you get pissed because I show up thirty minutes late on the inventory day. <laughs> Fuck out of here, bro. <laughs> and I mean, the the eight dollars an hour. If if you're there forty hours a week, you know what you you chose that path. Yeah, for sure. That's that's on you. That's what you decided to do, right? Exactly. And and granted, it might have been a point where you had to swallow your pride and be like, I literally cannot get anything else. Yeah, I, I've got to do something. Gotta do it. Yeah. And and that's a lot of the problem too is people refuse to swallow their pride. They're right. like, no, no, no. My last job was seventy five thousand dollars a right. year. I'm not flipping a burger. Right. No, Jack. You, your bills don't give a fuck where you work. Where you work, they just need to be paid. Exactly. Right. Not everybody's gonna be like, oh no, no. You know what? You don't have a job. That's fine. That's fine. Right. Don't worry about no, it. Nobody's. Cool. Yeah. It's not too many fucking businesses or companies out here, bill wise, that give a fuck that you, you know, went into the red or hit a hit a rough skid. They don't give a shit. Exactly. They they. Much like us to an extent are all about that money. Yeah. Those people on the other on the other end of that phone calling you, trying to get you to pay your bills, depend on you paying your fucking bills. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's their job. So Yeah. Somebody's gotta pay the call center. Exactly. You know? But as much as people don't wanna I had a fucking uh run in with a call center guy the other day, as a matter of fact, and he kinda he called me. Long mm-hmm. story short, I got a credit card right when I got it, I lost my job back in Detroit. And right before I moved back out this way, so right. to Rantyville. By the way, welcome to Rantyville. Well, thank you, thank you. <laughs> we are in Rantyville, USA. All you beautiful listeners. Um, <laughs> but uh, I fucking and I, I'm on the phone with this guy, and I'm like, hey, you know, I understand that I ran it up, and this is why, and this is why you haven't received the payment. Yada yada yada. I said, but on Sunday, I said, do you, is your call center even open on Sundays? And he's like, yeah, you know, blah 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 blah. I was like, all right, I'll call you Sunday. And he wants to continue on and on and on. And I'm the kind of guy that gets it, like, cool, that's your job. But eventually, you're going to piss me off. I've already told you three or four exactly. times I'm going to pay you. Get the fuck off of my phone. Right. And he asked me, he goes, well, what's your intentions with this credit card, sir? That's where you just fucked up. Yeah. Now we're going to take this conversation into a totally different way. And I get to talking to well, him. I, 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 I just found out that they uh, they take credit cards at the Pantheon. and uh, They do. You know? <laughs> I gotta eat. They I gotta eat. Yo, between three and nine, <laughs> you can get them motherfucking lamb chops for twenty one dollars at the Pantheon. Baby. I'm trying to tell you, if man. you look at the if you look at the bill, you can see Pantheon is charged on there quite a bit. Quite a bit. Every Thursday, me and the boys are down at the Pantheon. Listen, listener. Um, the crazy part about it is my son goes to a school. I took him out of Detroit public schools. Mm-hmm. And I sent him to a, uh, it's pretty much like a charter school. Okay. It's endorsed by a Ford Motor Company and uh, Lake Superior State University. That's who actually pays for the school to stay open or whatever. The beautiful part about it is, is literally, I swear to God, not even 100 yards away, literally about 30 to 40 yards away from the front door of my son's school is the fucking Pantheon. Oh, <laughs> it fucking works. Oh, I go there. He gets out of school at like three forty. Show up to the Pantheon by two thirty. Have a couple drinks, eat some wings. If I stay past three, like I said, those lamb chops are only twenty one dollars at the time. 
Like, I was talking to somebody about this the other day, and they're like, you don't go, like, why do you always talk about going to the titty bar? I was like, dude, I don't go to the titty bar for the titties. No. Not that early in the day. No. Half of the girls that work there, they, like, again, if you work at the Pantheon between three and nine, you probably need a motherfucking union. Because all the ugly girls are working at that. I'm going to say, there, there, there is no real happy hour at the bar. Because the happy hour is for the bar. Exactly. But it's Stretch Mark City otherwise. Exactly. Otherwise. Or like this one girl. We're in there one day. Dude, me and uh, Stab were in there. We're just, again, between three and nine, we're just having some food or whatever. And uh, this girl comes over and she sits down. And, you know, she's trying to do the whole talk to me and get yeah. me to buy a dance type shit. But she was like four foot eleven and like cock strong than a motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> like, you had you had a pit bull approach, you. right? Exactly, <laughs> just like the pit bull I described before the show. Right. That's exactly what she looked like. I'm like, nah, I'm good, man. I'm I'm gonna go ahead and enjoy these wings and this fucking half off douce. Oh my god, <laughs> you can go uh, bother somebody else. But so of course we're we're talking about the Pantheon. The Pantheon is from the D, and if you don't recognize this man's voice yet. This is the man from the D who is now a proud resident. Well, I don't know if you're proud necessarily. I, I love Virginia. I'm not going to lie. He's, he's, a, he's a proud resident of Rantyville. I am. And uh, you've heard him before. You've heard him on uh, The Grime Lords, which For has now sure. evolved into an equally amazing show. Why, thank you. Known as Penrose versus Anybody. Yeah, he anybody. does not care. Anybody. Anybody. You want to come and talk to me? Come and sit down. And we'll um, talk about it. You've heard him before, uh, with with me even, with the Ranty Bastard on Miserable Retail Slave. You've heard us on Couch Party together, having yep. entirely too much fun. For sure. And uh, <laughs> now that you've made the move to Rantyville, it's time to have you in studio. Fuck yeah. First ever Couch Party member in, in the Ranty Production Studio. Yeah, I feel good about that and, shit. And I'm going to tell you right now. If you are not checking this man out on Twitter already, you need to get on it. At Penrose Eames. And I'm only going to give you the at because he will literally change his name like every like six like, hours. Yeah. yeah, for sure. You know, it, it'll go from being uh, Penrose Eames to... Truman T. Grimes. Truman T. Grimes. To, to, I think I was Brexit T. Grimes at one point. Yes, yes, you did uh, celebrate that. And uh, Who else was that? Ladies love <laughs> Penrose. Yes. <laughs> I've been some of everything. That the at is always going to be Penrose Eames, but the, the like title name changes a lot. Yes, yes. Like right now, I'm William's grandson. Shout out to my granddad. Yeah. Um. But yeah, man, I'm Penrose Eames. Uh. Um. Like you said, man, used to be part of the Grime Lords. We uh did away with that for personal reasons, and now the show is Penrose versus anybody with me and everybody's favorite bit cousin, uh, Dergo BJ, which is my little brother. And you're a big cousin, so go check him out too on Twitter at DergoBJ. But yeah, man, we uh, fuck. Thanks for having me for one. Dude, thanks, bro. thanks for coming over, man. For I, sure. Like I get, I know all of you all don't know, but I think we're, we've been trying to put this shit together for like the last month. Yeah, and it's always something. Yeah, it's 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 always life or, yeah. or work or the I mean, fucking weather. Unfortunately, you were able to get back to the D and see some family. Yeah, uh, man. You know, and and. You know, I know your family's going through some times right now. Oh, so, yeah, but... You know, and I, I, I hate to say this preemptively, but I won't have you here in front of me again, maybe for some time. But, uh, you know, I, I know their grandparents, and, yeah, and yeah. They're, they're a little advanced in their age. Right. And God forbid something does happen, uh, you know... 
Yeah, they're, they're I, I hope the best right for now. the family, but it sounds like they've they've had a good run, man. Oh yeah, yeah. My grandparents, fucking man, like I I always say, like my dad is probably the most influential man I know in my life, but my grandfather's probably the strongest man I know. Me mm-hmm. and my dad are both from the city, you know. I'm, and right. I'm I'm used to if I can't do it myself, I'm gonna pay somebody to do it. And if your prices are too high, I can find a crackhead to do it. I'm <laughs> but, but my grandfather, man, is like the strongest man I know. Like I watched this man build a house with his bare hands and fucking put up a uh, you know barns in the backyard and shit. Because they live out, they used to live out in the town called Belleville in Michigan. Um, when when uh, GM stopped making the brome, mm-hmm. my grandmother wanted one so fucking bad. I don't know how the fuck he did it or where the fuck it came from. But my grandfather showed up with a brand. They don't. There's no such thing as a '96 Brome. But my grandmother had one. You know what I mean? Wow. So yeah, shit like that. He's always been a good dude, real, real down to earth type guy. My grandfather can hate you, but he's still gonna respect you. Right. He's that kind right. of person. You know what I mean? So yeah, the family's going through it a little bit, and uh, on on that end of the family, that is our patriarch at the moment. But you know. Every every beginning has an end, and at least you know his life has been the shit. Yeah, you know what I mean. And exactly. and the crazy part about it is, this is not my biological grandfather. Right. This is not my dad's dad. We know our biological grandfather, but shit, he kind of was like fuck y'all. So we was kind of like fuck you too. Yeah, you know what I mean. <laughs> and this, you know, my grandfather came in and married my grandmother. I think what. 30, about 35, 36 years ago. Okay. You know what I mean? They've been together ever since. And he never treated us like we were step-grandkids, never looked at my father and my aunt like they were stepchildren. It's just always been a family. Like, to be honest about it, I didn't even know I had a different grandfather until I was like maybe 13, 14 wow. years old. And that's, I mean, that's the power of family. Yeah. You, you, you treat somebody I mean? like family exactly. and that's how it will feel. He always, you know what I mean? I've had my own, like he's so, it's so funny, dude. I've had my own fucking shotgun since I was 12. Mm-hmm. He would never let me take it back to the city. I can only use well, it when I was out in the country. Gee, I wonder why. <laughs> so, you know, he's that no, here, kind of take guy, this. Right? D- Take this double and go ahead and run back to Detroit. Go, yeah, take this back to Detroit, down on Joy Road, and uh, let me know how that works out for you. <laughs> Shout out to all of my Detroit listeners. Shout but. out to not bringing it in on show and tell. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. And this is my man. shotgun. My right, granddaddy that's the third bought one. me. Right. So, but yeah, man. Uh, shout out to my grandpops, <clears throat> man. Like I said, he's still holding on right now. Um, you know, I don't. I'm one of those people that don't necessarily look at the end as a. Uh, a bad time, especially no. when you can recognize that somebody like enjoyed the shit out of their life. Exactly. So, you know, shout out to Bill Henry, man. William Henry, that's my grandfather. Probably, like I said, the strongest man I know. So awesome. Yeah. Well, again, uh, I hope I hope everything plays out good. Oh, for sure. But of course, we all know, you know eh, it's life. Yeah, it is. It's life. The, the crazy part about it all. To be honest about it, is like when when I got the call, I'm like crying and I'm all distraught and shit. And my grandmother's like, well, you know, maybe you guys should get down here and see him because there's not going to be a funeral. It's like, the fuck are you talking about? She's like, yeah, well, you know, your grandfather decided to donate his body to science. I was like, you're, you're the shit, grandpa. There you go. There you <laughs> you're go. fucking awesome. So, yeah, whenever he takes his last breath, which hopefully is not soon, he's going to donate his body to like University of Alabama or some shit. 
So fuck Road Tide. But hey, <laughs> you know, war damn eagle. All my family in Alabama, real <laughs> shit. They they hate the fucking Crimson Tide. It's all fucking Auburn, but Well, and you're a Michigan guy, so Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, and, and, and at any point, go go right ahead. Trust oh, me. Yeah, the yeah. listeners have For heard sure. the ranty fridge open up. Plenty of, Plenty of times. You see me keep reaching, right? I'm trying, yeah, what I mean, the fuck is well, this? You know what? We got we got all kinds of shit. Let's take an inventory for the listener. Right. I thought I was grabbing one of one of those. And no, this no. Is- Any anybody that's worked retail knows that you're not an alcoholic. You're just coping. <laughs> um, <laughs> and it sounds bad. Let's so see. we got the cheap ass Miller Lite from a couple episodes ago that for I wasn't sure. able to trade. Uh, we got your flying dog, Raging Bitch. We do. Um, which also known as District Manager. <laughs> uh, we got the tap some tap room, room number 21. That shit uh, looks delicious. Hey, you know what? Let's go, let's go with some tap room. Let's do that. Tap room sounds good. Official retail rant bottle opener. You hear that sound? Yeah? You hear that? Miller Lite, man. I had a friend who always used to bring around, uh, when I lived in Florida, of all the places, <laughs> he used to, shout out to Couch, man. Yeah, H-A-B. H-A-B. H-A-B's back. Yeah, I saw he just He's dropped back. out of fucking nowhere. Like, came with a show out of nowhere. I was surprised. Well, it's, it's funny. Him and Voltron show up about the same time. So, right. I think he might have a vested interest in that. He just might. Yeah. He just might. <laughs> Any man who shows up at the same time Voltron comes around and his son is named after Superman, you got to kind of. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think he might be the Red Lion. He might be. That's he just might be. Hashtag conspiracy. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like all of a sudden you disappear and then come back when fucking uh Voltron comes back. Yeah. We get it. Yep, we know. We we, know. we see there's a backstory to the red lion now. Your down. secret is safe though. <laughs> so of course Penrose versus anybody, it's uh it's a very open uh forum. I, I really enjoy it and you guys you know, you, again, you'll take on, not necessarily take on, but talk with or engage with anybody. Yeah, for sure. Um, and, and really anything, too. Yeah, anything that's on the table to discuss. Like, when we decided to change the show, the name got tossed around to a bunch of different names, you know what I mean? And uh, it was almost Penrose versus everybody. And I was like, nah, because we're not against the masses. No. Nah. It's just if you feel like you got something to say, then fuck it, come and sit down. You know exactly. What I mean? So that's why we ended up on Penrose versus anybody. You got a lot of people that's like, well, why wouldn't you include BJ's name in the show, or why wouldn't it be, you know, something that talks about the both of you? And I went to him and I was like, yo, do you want to change the name of the show? He was like, fuck what they think. <laughs> We're doing good right well, no, now. No, no, BJ, so. BJ isn't it. He's the versus. He's like the referee sometimes. Exactly. He'll kind of line. He'll kind of line up in the middle and he'll. He'll lean towards this guy or lean towards that. Yep. But he comes back to the center pretty well. So there, there you go. BJ, there you, go. you are the versus. You are a very integral part. BJ is, uh, I always tell people that haven't met BJ, BJ is like the yin to my yang. <clears throat> like I'm very loud. I'm very not give a fuckish. Um, <laughs> well, sometimes. He, and, and now you can tell exactly why he's on the show. See what I'm saying? <laughs> I say some things sometimes, like when we, when, like we were talking about before the show, we went down to Cleveland to do the mashup or whatever, mm-hmm. and the whole time we were down there, you could just see his face like, oh my God, you need to shut the fuck up, Penrose. <laughs> like, this is not the shit to say right now. But at the same time, he, BJ's like the the perfect PR person. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Like, I'm like the NFL guy that goes out there and I'm like, fuck the team, fuck the coach, fuck your mom, and then BJ comes like... <laughs> He's under a lot of stress. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't mean any of that. You know what I mean? So. 
He's the guy putting the hand over your Facebook Live in the locker room. Going, exactly. no, 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 no. You can just listen. Exactly. So that's my guy, man. Shout out to BJ, man. Yeah, but, and it's uh, again. I mean, you can you can get the show anywhere. It's iTunes, iTunes, SoundCloud. Stitcher, SoundCloud. Uh, we got clamors up. Um, shit, where the fuck are we? Of course, we're on a fucking couch party app. Goddamn it. Well, yeah. You motherfuckers, listen. If you if you haven't downloaded the couch party app for your Android device, do yourself a favor and uh, go ahead and do that, or just lose out on a lot of great shit. And that's that's at your loss. You're probably fucking stupid if you don't have it by now. It's like hitting the subscribe button, what, nine times on yeah, iTunes, but you exactly. just do it once. You just do it once, and it's you so got everything easier. right there. Exactly. exactly. So, Well, uh, so, of course, we're here. Ranty Studios, the Ranty Bastard, the Penrose Eames, and we're going to talk about some retail, because what the fuck we do on this show, obviously. For sure. And I know, I know you spend your time, and I spend my time, but, uh, you know, it's... People get tired of hearing about my shit. So I go and I get an interesting-ass guest like yourself. Thank you. Somebody that I know is going to bring the whole package. I mean, the funny, the make you think about, man, what the fuck? Right. Like, it's a TRB talk all over again. But, uh, dude, I, I am I, again, I am so happy that you were here, that we're doing this right here. I'm here, bro. That, that we're staring at the same screen. Right. And, and watching our our audio levels go, like, probably way too way high. Way too fucking high, And right. who gives a shit? It's no Skype this time. I'm going to be real. Like, the first time, it was either the, I think it was the second time we Skyped. We actually did video Skype. Yes. And I saw you, and I was like, this is a small motherfucker. No, TRB is a pretty tall dude. I thought you were going to be, like, a small-ass guy. But... Yeah, you surprised me when I walked through the door. I was like, okay, all right. Yeah, this, this this is regular voice. I'm I don't I don't sound like somebody needs help reaching the top shelf in the in the grocery store. Right. Like, hey, buddy. Hey, buddy. Can you get that cereal up there? Pushing pushing the kids' cart. No. Right. No. On the third shelf, please, guy. <laughs> hey, that's one up from the bottom. Can you help me out? Right. None of that. No need uh, help picking up the big boxes of cereal. No, no. I I, I can fill a. a retail job description of able to lift more than 50, 50 pounds, pounds. <laughs> which actually you know what i i, I want to get your take on this uh, and, and this happened a while ago and okay. it just came to my attention but so there was a gentleman who has uh cerebral palsy mm-hmm. that worked at a walmart in east stroudsburg pennsylvania okay somewhere i've been before and i've seen this gentleman okay i i, I really paid it no mind other than a hello when i walk in but he's bound to a wheelchair he worked for Walmart for 21 years. Right. The company decided to change the position of door greeter. And one of the requirements was being able to lift 50 pounds, being able to put things in a customer's car. They took him from like door greeters to like a like a, some store ambassador. Okay. He's not able to do these things. Right. After 21 years, Walmart let this guy go. And just like that. Nothing, no... And, and and they claimed, you know, oh, we tried to help him find a job within the store and this and that. You, you know. No, you didn't. And you have right. known. There's only so much this man can do. But, I, I mean, I, I read some of these articles where there were literally feet of snow on the ground. And this man came to work in his wheelchair. Not in a handicap access van or anything like that. He drove his wheelchair... Wow. To work and still showed up right. when motherfuckers with two perfectly good working legs and a four wheel drive truck called out like little bitches. Right. And two decades of service, they let this man go. Well, that I mean, that's why I've, I've always <clears throat> been a, a a fuck Walmart kind of guy. You yes. can't avoid it. No. You know what I mean? Walmart's everywhere. Sometimes you have to go there and deal with with uh, 
with purchasing things from Walmart or whatever. But I mean, in any business, if you give two decades of service, you're usually rewarded. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, military service, regular jobs, anywhere you go, if you put that much time in, mm-hmm. you're usually rewarded. And, and in that instance, even if you want to tell me you tried to help him find a job, that's bullshit because if a guy's confined to a wheelchair and he has CP, you could have fucking... I mean, let's just be honest. You could have fucking put him in... If you didn't want to give him an office job, you could have put him in fucking loss prevention and let him watch the cameras. Yeah. Real shit. Exactly. Yeah, very for, good for point. The same That's a good point. Of money that you were paying them to sit at that fucking door, you know what I mean? Yeah. To greet people, or you could have just had a fucking heart and let the man continue to sit at the fucking exactly. door, and maybe you get somebody else to tag team with him that needs to lift the fifty pounds or right. escort people to their cars or whatever the case may be. Walmart's a a a, a shitty company, bro. Yeah, I, it's almost like um, I don't I don't have a love. Like a big love for McDonald's either, mm-hmm. so I kind of compare them as the same. Like, yeah, you can't avoid McDonald's. They're, they're, they're like, they're like the first. You know, you talk about, hey, I need to go get something in the store. Where should I go? Right. You instantly think Walmart. Right. Hey, I, it's there. I want to get a burger. Where you want to go? Instantly think McDonald's. Exactly. Right. And and it's you know those things happen because they're staples. You yeah. know what I mean? But at the same time, you can't treat people like shit. No. You know, especially somebody. Walmart. I think where Walmart gets gets off with trying to justify themselves is they are one of the companies that hires the handicap or you know what I mean the mentally ill or things of that nature. Mm-hmm. A lot of times when you see door greeters, they're either mentally ill or older people, or, right? The retiree, you know what I mean? supplementing something of that nature. Yeah, and it's like thanks, that's cool, and mm-hmm. I appreciate you for doing it. But like you say, how can you tell a guy after twenty one years that yeah, you know, you've come to work all the time and did exactly what we needed you to do? But now it's over. Yeah. Like, what is he supposed to do? Well, and and the good the thing I like to hear about out of this story, and I, and I hate the fact that it has to be heard, but that there is literally like the entire town is against Walmart on this, and they should be <laughs> exactly they should be because it really shows you that despite it shows you that the community itself has more of of a, of a sense of family. Yeah. Then Walmart then ever just will. Walmart, right. And that's that's what's so fucked up with a lot of these companies is you're a number. Right. Exactly. You know, uh, I, I want to say his name was Daniel uh, Ockenhouse, maybe something like that. I can't mm-hmm. remember. But, you know, there are people from the community, undoubtedly, that will say, hey, that's Daniel. He lives here. Right. He's a nice guy. He's got CP. But you know what? He's a great person. Right. Whereas somebody in the corporate office is going, oh, you mean employee number 1514683? Exactly, bro. And that's the shit... Listen, the only people who get called out by number on a daily basis are prison fucking, you know what I mean, exactly. inmates. So, think about that. You know what I mean? Yeah. I remember true. going to a Walmart in uh in Northern Virginia one time and I'm like maybe third or fourth person in line. Mm-hmm. See this girl, I'm, you know, the cashier. She's a fairly attractive girl, so I'm not going to lie. My eyes are dead set on her. But the entire time, every customer that comes up and I don't think she was doing it on purpose, She's hacking her fucking brains out. Lights, and she was like fair skinned, so you can see in her face her cheeks were red, right. her eyes were swollen and shit. And when I get up there, she's like, "Can you do me a favor?" And I was like, "What?" Can you? She was like, "Can you go tell them that I just gave you the worst service ever, and I probably <laughs> should go home?" I was like, "Are you serious?" She was like, "I feel like shit," and I've told them this for the last two days, yeah. but they don't give a fuck. Mm-mm. You know what I'm saying? 
And I did with I didn't go over and tell him, you know, she was horrible. Right. But I'm like, hey, she looks like that. She really she's really having a bad day. Yeah. She, she's coughing over everything and da 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 da. And you see them go over and talk to her, and then you know somebody came and took her her spot. But it's like that shouldn't have should, to happen. Yeah, should it really take that? Right. And by this time, <clears throat> by this time, it's like maybe 12, 1 in the afternoon. So I'm pretty sure oh, your yeah. shift started at like 8 or 9. Right. You've been here for about 4 or 5 hours feeling like shit. You know, and it shouldn't... And and, and, and it's all exchange, in exchange for a paycheck. Everything. Exactly. You know, Everything. her her suppressing a cough or somebody saying, oh, damn, you're sick as shit. Right. And, and suppressing that, well, you know what? I'm here because of you, asshole. Right. You know, holding all that back in for probably what? At, at most... Nine bucks an hour. Nine bucks, yeah. Especially like a Northern Virginia Manassas. I mean, Manassas, a Northern Virginia Walmart. <laughs> it's probably that's probably what it is. Nine, ten bucks an hour. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's definitely not enough to live up in that area. No. So it's like, give this girl a day off. Yeah. You know what I mean, you want people to come in. It's like the guy from who owns Costco. They asked him. He was like, "Why would you give a cashier fifteen dollars an hour?" He's like, "Because if you pay somebody minimum wage, they're going to give you a minimum wage effort." Exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. Fifteen dollars an hour for a cashier. Stock boys make like close to twenty. Right. You know what I mean? And and it makes sense. Mm-hmm. This is why when you go to fucking Costco, everybody's so happy to help you. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. You know what I mean? They're decently paid. You go into so. a Sam's Club and they're just like the shits over there. Right. <laughs> right. Like. Yeah. And 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 no matter what you ask for, they always point in the same direction. In the same direction. They're just right. like, nah, shits over there. You're like, that's wait, the no, that's door, bro. I, I asked where diapers were, and you're pointing me to the fucking. Meat department. To the dog food and shit. Yeah. Right. <laughs> but yeah, you, you, you're right. And in reality, with the whole minimum wage argument, you know, and, and, and Mrs. Ranty brought this up last night. We were driving back. And uh, she said, I don't know where she heard it or saw it or whatever, but said, okay, so a gallon of milk costs a buck. Right. And you make a buck 23 an hour. After right. taxes, you make a buck. Right. You can afford the gallon of milk. After an hour worth of work. Exactly. That's some bullshit. But you can afford the milk. You can afford it, right. So now people start screaming about, oh, minimum wage, minimum wage, minimum wage. Okay, so now you make 10 bucks an hour. Right. But, of course, the cost of the milk has to go up. Oh, of course. The cost of the milk just went up to nine. Right. And you think, okay, I can still afford it, but then you get taxed, and now you realize you make eight. And so now, now you can't, can't afford, afford the, the milk. milk. Yeah. And... You know, I, I'm for there being an increase in the minimum wage. For sure. Because seven twenty five in this day and age, is, you might as well just shit on me. Yeah, that's poppycock. Yeah. Yeah. Like if you're making seven twenty five, I mean, don't do this for real, but if you're making seven twenty five, you should probably sell pussy on the side of the highway. <laughs> you probably make more money. I'm just, yes. just gonna be honest. <laughs> like, I mean, I'm not an advocate for prostitution. Don't get me wrong. I'm not telling you to go out here and, and, and turn yourself out. But in, in, in just actual relation of what the fuck is going on, like, yeah. who, who's surviving off of this? People at McDonald's, I remember when they, when they were talking about McDonald's employees wanting like $15 mm-hmm. an hour. And I get it. I just feel like if you want if you want the pay increase, for one, minimum wage shouldn't be seven twenty five. No. But if you want $15 an hour, show me a $15 an hour effort. Make, should, make the burger look like what's on the menu. Thank you. <laughs> I shouldn't ask for a 20-piece McNugget and, and pull away from the drive-thru and have two double cheeseburgers. It shouldn't happen. Yeah. Like, at yeah. some point, you know what I mean? The money you make kind of reflects off your uh, attention to detail. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. So, 
mm, you want fifteen dollars an hour? Make sure my fries are fucking hot. Right. Stop giving me all the fucking salt. Yada yada yada. But to stick on what we were talking about, Walmart employees put up with way more shit than a lot of people yes. do on a daily basis. Yes. There's so many different people in Walmart. We all see the memes about, you know, just the horrible people that come in and out of Walmart. So or or the like, clothing they're wearing sometimes. Yes. Because <laughs> and, and I, I let's 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 sidetrack on that because I have seen some customers, not just in Walmart, but some places, but it happens more in Walmart. And and I limit my trips to Walmart. I can walk there right, right now, but I limit the trip. I blow past it to go somewhere else. Right. Just because I, I can't stand it. Right. And I go in these places and I see some of the shit these people are wearing. Customers, who in the fuck thought this was a good idea? Yeah, man. Like a man in pink cheerleading shorts. Yeah. With flip flops and a tank top on. Yeah. Who in the fuck thought that was a good idea? Fucking Wally World did. I'm telling you, <laughs> the, the the people of Walmart, the the customers of Walmart. Right. If you like, if you were ever in a point of depression or a funk. Or anything like that, or I mean, God forbid, you're even you're you're on a medication that gives you suicidal thoughts. Just go to Walmart. Just go to fucking Walmart. Yeah, you, you feel will feel so, like you will walk out, and <laughs> it could be a fucking downpour with a tornado ripping across a parking lot. All you're gonna see is bright sunny skies, yep. and going, I feel a lot better feel about a lot myself. Better. <laughs> There's a Walmart in and uh, uh, shout out to everybody in Pensacola, Florida, that's listening right now. <coughs> Both of you. Right. <laughs> There's a uh, Walmart on Mobile Highway in Pensacola, Florida. And when I say this has to be the most ghetto, disgusting, dirty, you're going to see like women in like leopard print pants and men in like... Oh, it's, it's, it's Thunderdome. Yeah, exactly. It it's, is Thunderdome. It's like you see the guys in like Crocodile Dundee shorts with the balls <laughs> hanging out one side oh. type shit. It's like, Johnny Knoxville. No, it's yeah, not. Yeah, man, but it's it's fucking horrible. Like Walmart's a horrible place. It's almost I don't know, man. Like, listen, if you gotta go to Walmart just because you need to get something, that's cool. But I almost feel like how we use like cell phones and all of this the new technology and a lot of it's dumbed us down. I feel smart, like that's how smartphone people, dumb user. Right. All I feel day. Like that's how a lot of people look at Walmart. It's the one place where you can get everything, but if you really pay attention to it, you can probably go get everything a lot cheaper. You just might have to travel another two, three minutes. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But Walmart's that one place where we're just like, oh, yeah, let me go to and da-da-da-da-da. I'm just going to get it. And you look at the, the guy who gets fired after 21 years because we changed the, the quote-unquote title of the fucking job. And you want to say, I feel bad for him, but fuck, I still need to go here. Mm-hmm. No, you don't. You know what you I mean? Don't. Like, fuck Walmart, yo. Like, real shit. If there was ever a chance for Penrose to get a fucking uh, endorsement for Walmart, I I probably just fucked it up and I'm good with it. Like, honestly, like Walmart's a yeah. shitty place. It, it would be a turn down right away. Yeah, it is. Like, like, hey, can we sprinkle your ad in the middle? Be like, you do realize this is called the retail rant. Right. I just trashed you guys on episode eighty four. Fuck Walmart. I, I'd even send you motherfuckers to Target before I sent you to Walmart. Like, yeah. Real shit. Fuck Walmart. Go to Kmart. Dude, go somewhere. No, go to it, Sears and try to find go, what the fuck you need. Go to the one remaining Kmart. Right, the one remaining Kmart in your town, it, if it even still exists. And it's funny you bring up Kmart too, because that's that's another one that that pissed me off recently. Is 
they had, I think it was, it was either them or Sears, but I know it's all the same conglomerate. Right, yeah. But they had two upper level members of management literally just bail. And then all of a sudden, we're closing all these stores. Right. You would, none of the employees heard about this. Yeah. Until, hey, by the way, we're closing your store. Just and like then they the found out that shit. they found out that the people that signed their paychecks just bounced. Just dipped. Like right before, you know, like they signed the last paycheck and they're like, all right, fuck all right, this, I'm, I'm out. Yeah. It's, but you got to think, shit. too, what were those people being subjected to? I don't True. think people pay attention to like the, that old uh, saying, shit rolls downhill is really true. Um, I don't know if they have them out here, but there's a place back home called Champs Bar and Grill. Yes. And uh, one day, I'm driving up to uh, a Bahama Breeze. Oh, uh, yeah. I think I, I think I remember this. Yeah. We were talking about it on the show, right? Yeah. Fucking Champs was open. And then at like 7 o'clock, they got a call and was like, hey, it's 12 o'clock. Close the doors. We're bankrupt. Yep. Tell everybody that we're done. Yep. What? Yeah. Like, what the fuck type business practice is that? Well, and you and, didn't find out today you were bankrupt, yeah, motherfucker. No, you've known. <laughs> you've been you've known. known, right? So that's like the the limited. They just took all their all their stores. I think it had like two hundred and fifty, three hundred stores left. Right. Shut them. Just immediately. Immediately, and then they said they're taking all their business online, which you is know, that that kills me. It because does. online does a tenth of what it does for your brand in store. Yep. For employing people and. I continue to bitch about this over and over and over, and I fucking hate to hear it. I just sat through a meeting last week. Uh, if you if you want to catch a recap of the meeting, go look for hashtag ranty tweets a meeting for sure. And these these companies just they don't they don't care about you. They don't give a fuck about people. What's no. it's all about the numbers. Yeah, it's and like the, the the number that kills me is payroll is our number one expense. It's not a all. fucking expense right it may be the biggest thing that sucks away from your bottom line you think but these are people right you need to treat it like a fucking investment right because if you invest in the employee they will keep you in fucking business and i don't think people pay attention to that it's almost like 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 you said earlier one day somebody's gonna come to you and be like yo the app's doing way better than we thought it would and now you no longer have a job Mm -hmm. But then what happens when the app crashes? Or what happens when, like for instance, the other day, again, listeners, me and TRB, we've been trying to get together for like the past month. I've had some issues on my own as well. And one of those issues was transportation. And like I told you, I just purchased a car the other day. Right. Well, I went to a place. Uh, and when I went into this place, they looked at my driving record. I don't have a bad driving record. I they saw like two tickets within the past like three or four years. They wanted three thousand dollars down in a co-signer. It's like what the fuck? A ba- to buy a car based on driving records? Yeah, and I was like, eh, fuck you guys. Wow. I'm out. So I leave and I go to a CarMax. Mm-hmm. I walk into the CarMax. I guess the guy saw my face and literally within fifteen to eighteen minutes. I had a car at a fucking reasonable price, a right. reasonable per month price. I think the only thing that took a long time was uh, getting the insurance settled because I had just recently moved back out here and they mm-hmm. wanted to check the whole like yeah. where you lived and all that bullshit. Right. But it's it's just the fact that a lot of people, like you said, they only look at the numbers. Right. They're not looking at like I can now tell people that yo I went to CarMax and they made me feel like a fucking it was amazing. Yeah. 
You know what I'm saying? But I can also tell you I went to this other place, which, <clears throat> fuck it. I went to Eastern Motors, and they, it was you treated me like a piece of shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? But, you wanted to... You tell me... First, this is this is the crazy part. I go in there, they look at everything, and they're like, oh, well, you need a cosigner. I'm like, all right, cool. Call somebody, I get a cosigner. I'm like, you sure that's all I need? They're like, yeah. As soon as I get the cosigner, oh, we, we need 3000 down. I was like, fuck you guys. I'm out yeah, of here. Yeah. Go right down the street, not even a good ten minute drive. Mm-hmm. Walked in with a what what about a thousand? And you know, now it's you, not a brand new car, but, but it's definitely not an old piece of shit either. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Right. And I got keys and like I said, he sold me the car within fifteen to twenty minutes. It was just the insurance part that took a little bit longer. Mm-hmm. Other than that, bro, and it's all about how you when you you can tell that those people they're either getting paid well or they get treated well by their right. higher ups. Because this dude fucking treated me like I was a fucking king. Mm-hmm. Come on, sit down. Let me chop up these numbers. Oh, okay, bet. Can you afford this? Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. You know what I mean? Here's your car. Get exactly. the fuck out of here. Exactly. You know what I mean? so. <clears throat> and and it just goes to show, again, you know, at, at dealership A, you're treated like a number. Right. Dealership B, your name is Penrose. Exactly. And And the sad thing is both of them have undoubtedly have a sign somewhere in that office or in that lobby that says we value your business or some bullshit variation of of it but you can see that because the company didn't give a fuck about that guy yep hey you know what whatever company gave a fuck about the guy at carmax exactly and now you feel good and i mean just based on that send somebody there and exactly exactly right now people are listening and they're going fuck my car just blew up where should i go hey Go you know what? I should CarMax. probably go to fucking CarMax because they treated me right. Penrose is endorsing CarMax. If you if you need a used car that's fucking decent as shit with very low miles, that's the thing too. Cars like four. I'm not gonna lie. Cars like four years old, but it had less than sixty thousand miles on it. That's not bad. Go to fucking CarMax and whatever. You know, there I mean? it so. is. CarMax, if you're listening, sponsorship. Thank you. There you go. Right. Thank you. And uh, again, though, fuck Walmart. Real yeah. shit. Yeah. Fuck so, Walmart. Fuck the fucking uh, the manager that tried to throw me some pussy when I was 16 years old at Target because I was trying to get enough money to pay for prom. Um, <laughs> <laughs> fuck Buffalo Wild Wings. No, uh, not even Buffalo Wild Wings. I take that back. Fuck JK and T Wings, who is who is the company that owns all the Buffalo Wild Wings in Michigan. Um, where was that I work in retail? Shout out to Townhouse for having some good food, but fuck y'all because y'all was always shitty on the payments. <laughs> um, now, I worked a couple places. Yeah, let me let me backtrack to Buffalo Wild Wings because I I check this thing out on a regular and it's great. Um, you guys have all heard me talk about Wax, right? Uh, rapper, musician, yeah. whatever you want to call him, and he now does a segment on his YouTube channel called Chain Reaction. Okay, and so. You know, everybody thinks, you know, a rapper, you know, guy's got albums out. He's got millions of dollars, this and that. So he goes and eats at regular places. All right. And his most recent one, he went to Buffalo Wild Wings. Okay. And so uh, he's got his boy Yev across the way, and he's filming it. And there's, you know, talking back and forth. And he orders the sampler. Okay. And then he orders all these different wings. Right. So he talks about the wings and all this and that. And he eats a sampler, and he said that... Basically, the sampler is like the Cleveland Cavaliers. Like, everybody else had a really good game. Right. But LeBron is the wings because he only scored 10. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's, 
their wings are not that good. No, not at all. And, you know, he's joking about, like, this chicken should have worked out more and he should have run around more because he got some scrawny-ass legs. You know what? The flavors, the flavors are the champ. But the wings themselves, just yeah, no. I used to manage a Buffalo Wild Wings. Oh, okay. I actually, I've I've opened the Buffalo Wild Wings. Uh huh. I've served as a server at a Buffalo mm-hmm. Wild Wings, and I turned around and managed another Buffalo Wild Wings. Oh yeah, I want to I want to hear about this. Um, it was cool opening. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You ran into a lot of new people, a lot of really cute girls, a lot of you know. It was all <laughs> nice and good and yada yada yada. Um. Now it's time to take a break in the action and bring you everybody's favorite segment, the Fuck You Notes. Now, of course, you can always call the Ranty Hotline at 810-373-9790 and deliver that special fuck you to the customer that sets you off. But the Ranty Hotline is for way more than that. If you've got a question for the Ranty Bastard, send it in. If you've got a suggestion, maybe a segment for the show or a topic that you want addressed, Call it in at 810-373-9790, and I will get it on the air. So, with that being said, let's go ahead and kick off this week's segment of Fuck You Notes. Fuck you! Fuck you! Fuck you! Fuck you. 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 Yeah, fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. Okay, fuck you. How's that? Fuck you. Fuck you. Hey, fuck you! Yes! Yes! Fuck you too! It's Dee from Worst DK Ever. And to the bipedal colostomy bag who sprayed shit all over our men's room stall forcing my store manager, a perfectly nice woman, to have to hurt her back cleaning it all up. First of all, fuck you. Second of all, don't ever, ever use a public restroom again. And third, I hope your toilet at home clogs up so that you shit all over your own feet. Yeah, to the customers that said he could come down to the store and kick my ass, well, yeah, fuck you, bring it. Hey, Ramsey, this is Junior Grunt here calling about a frontline fucktard Friday. Picking people coming in asking if we're open when we closed the door 35 fucking minutes ago. Take your shit, shove it up your ass, and mail it back the fuck home because that's where you need to go. Fuck these people that come in 35 minutes, hour after we closed, thinking we're fucking Walmart open until goddamn midnight. Fuck these people. I hope to get rammed in the ass by a goddamn truck. And we now return you to the Retail Ramp Podcast featuring Penrose Eames. But, which, if you listen to my show and you heard me talk about having sex with the woman and I stepped on her head, that all came from Buffalo Wild Wings, but I digress. <laughs> Anyhow. <laughs> Anyhow. And for all my friends who know about that, that should probably let you know who that was, but I still won't say this woman's <laughs> name. Um, I fucking worked at the Buffalo Wilds. We opened the one, and then, you know, I, I'm talking to upper management, and I'm like, hey, you know, I don't want to be a worker forever. I like to go into management. Right. And so they put me into management. One thing for anybody that's listening that is in the restaurant industry, 
you will always make more as a server than you will as an entry level manager. Always. As yeah. a server, I was literally banking anywhere from like eight fifty to a thousand dollars a week. Nice. As a manager, I brought home nine fifty every two weeks. Oh. Right. And I'm like, what the fuck Ouch. am I supposed to do with this? Like, I have a family, motherfucker. Yeah. Like, no you know shit. I mean? And I don't know. It was it was a very very shitty experience. And like Buffalo Wild Wings, their whole like take on like fixing issues with customers is, oh okay, I'm just gonna send you a gift card. That's not gonna oh. make. That doesn't fix the oh, fucking the problem. Fucking gift card. Man, I gave away so much free food. Oh like, yeah. I, I, I put it to you like this: like I'm not a quitter on anything. I don't give a fuck. That's the one job I was just like, you know what? I called the dude. I called my regional. And I was like, hey, can I go back into serving? He's like, yeah, but I'm gonna need you to work for like another month as a manager. I was like, all right, I quit. Yeah. He's like, what? I was like, dude, if you can't just put me back in the serving, yeah. like I'm not gonna manage for you. Like, get somebody else because it's it's bullshit. And it's like they they sell you this dream about how management is the shit, and eventually you can own a piece of the company and you can move up and blah blah fucking blah. <laughs> but at the end of the day, if all I'm doing is dealing with like half wit ass customers, and, and no disrespect to people, like go eat wherever the fuck you want to eat, but. Like have, you a, said, have a brain about it. Exactly. The wings really aren't that fucking... They're not really all that. No. And if you if you really knew how we put the sauce on your wings, it's like a fucking like... Like real shit. Take a taco bucket at your house. Throw some chicken wings into it and then put your favorite sauce in it and shake that shit up. That's how your wings get prepared at Buffalo Wild Wings. Real <laughs> shit. Um, it's not the best place to work, man. You know what I mean? It's it's yeah. it's, it's it's a pretty fucking shitty. Again, not Buffalo Wild Wings. JK and T Wings, who owns all the Buffalo Wild Wings in Michigan, they're really fucking shitty. I'm not gonna lie. It was like I said, it was all like giving away free food and like kissing a lot of ass for people that yeah. I didn't want to kiss ass to. Listen, in real talk, this is when I make this statement. This has really nothing to do with race, but it does have a lot to do with race. If you listen to my show, you know I feel like. If there's a if there's a such thing as reincarnation, I definitely want to come back black. I don't give a fuck how you feel about it and what still happens. I still want to come back black. But to all of my black listeners and all the TRB's black listeners, stop coming in my motherfucking store asking for free shit. Stop thinking because the manager's black, you're going to get the fucking hookup. And stop thinking because you complain about, like, you can't eat 18 out of the 20 wings and then be like, I don't like this shit. No. no oh, fuck you. <laughs> like, fuck you. Like, stop it. Three bro. quarters of the steak. Uh, yeah, I ordered this medium rare and it's Dude, well done. I fucking worked at, a, uh, like I said, I worked at Bahama Breeze one time. I used mm-hmm. to tell people, don't order steak here. They'd be like, why? It's like, it's a fucking seafood restaurant. Yeah. These guys cook seafood 95% of the day and that shit comes out amazing. Yes. You order a fucking steak. It's probably a guy who who doesn't cook it on a regular. Maybe somebody didn't come in. Especially for 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 one, if you order a steak well done, you should probably kill yourself. But yes, um, you want you want it to bleed and be able to have a conversation with exactly. It. That's that's the whole point of enjoying a fucking meal. But you get the steak, you eat it. You're like, oh, you know, your server comes and checks on you. You're telling them that everything's fucking amazing. And then, like you say, it's like a quarter of the steak left, like a very small sliver. It's like a piece of steak and like the fat outline and left on a fucking ribeye. And then you want to say you didn't enjoy exactly. it. Exactly. And you want something free. Well, and, like, and, and the other thing that kills me, because I did my time in restaurants I don't know, probably fucking 20 years ago. But 
you, you will get a customer and you will talk to them. You will engage with them and everything is great. Everything is perfect. Everything is amazing. Oh, the food is fantastic. You are the best server I've ever had. Right. How in the fuck are you justified writing $2 on the tip line man. when the shit is 60 bucks? Man. What the fuck? Man, dude, I've had <clears throat> I've had so many verbal comp. If, if I could support my family off verbal compliments, oh, I'd be oh a rich God. motherfucker right shit. now. Shit. This I would actually be a studio and not a garage. You see what I'm saying? But when you get motherfuckers that's, like you said, the bill's 60 bucks and they want to give you $2 and then they looking at you like you got a fucking issue because, no, bitch, learn how to tip. Exactly. Like, you know what? Listen, if you go to a restaurant and you don't have the money to tip, don't go. Right. You're fucking over somebody's life. You know yep. what I mean? This person is making like three bucks an hour and they're depending on you. Think It's, it's, it's almost like... We talked about this uh, before the show, how Trump got elected, and I compared it to a man trying to court a woman. Trying to get some pussy. Exactly. When men are trying to get pussy, we will say any and everything, whether that man loves you or not, we'll say anything and everything to get the ultimate goal. That server makes three fucking dollars an hour. He's trying to, or he or she is doing everything in the fucking world to try to make you feel like you're the shit. Give that person some money. And 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 give them the respect. Yeah, for them respecting like you, respecting your meal. You know, you come in and act like an asshole right off the bat. Your shit's getting spit on. Oh yeah, it's gonna happen. Oh yeah. You, when the steak hits the floor, it's every scene from waiting that made you that, cringe. Yep, that shit happens, Joe. I'm just gonna be real. That shit happens. It does. It Pe- does. Some of you listen. I'm not gonna tell you where I work when this happened, but I don't know if you ever gonna hear this podcast or not, lady. But some of you ladies have got pubic hair on your fucking steaks. Some of you people have got spit underneath the butter in your fucking potatoes. Yep. And it's not because people, like, for one. <clears throat> it's not because we're bored. Yeah. Nobody we, just does this on it's, purpose. It's something that's earned. Exactly. No, for, for all of you that's listening, nobody made your food and because they were a dick just spit on your food. No. no. That doesn't happen. No. You got your food. You didn't like it. You sent it back. They made it again. You sent it back again. They made it a third time, and you sent it back again. And then they decided to add a little extra seasoning to it. Yeah. And the funny part about it is, <clears throat> every time you intentionally fuck up somebody's food, they fucking like it. Yeah. Oh, this is the best shit ever. Oh. You, like, just, you, you like, spit on it and put it under a heating lamp for five minutes, and oh, this is so <laughs> much better. You must have added the perfect seasoning. Yeah. Yeah, I added a little bit of meat, you dumb bitch. Yeah. Like, <laughs> There's Stop a little bit of Penrose in you now. Exactly. Stop being shitty to fucking... Listen, people who work in retail have families just like you do. They got car notes. They have bills to pay. They got bosses just like you do. The crazy part about it is they've decided to take on the world and, and, mm-hmm. and engage you motherfuckers. Stop being shitty to people at the fucking register. Stop being shitty to the stock boy. Stop being shitty to the fucking manager of the place. Like, they are people just like you are. I get it. Customer service is just that. Customer service. But be a fucking customer and not a fucking piece of shit. Exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like I think I it was it was either you or or the third shift girl. I think I was reading this more. No, it was you. I mean it was like uh hey, my wife's in line. Oh, Can you get everything me. prepared for? Uh, like, dude, fuck you, bro. <laughs> yeah. And <laughs> what the fuck uh, do you mean? Yeah. You know and, who the fuck you just called? Well, and, and and the thing is, he called up and, and he didn't ask. He didn't request. He demanded right. that because his wife was already in line, I go pull some shit out of the back and have it ready for her 
And I can see who she is because the phone. I hang up the phone like, yeah, okay, click. All right. And then I immediately see her answer the phone. <laughs> and how does she answer the phone? On fucking speaker. And you can hear the guy. And I can hear him. Yeah, I just talked to so-and-so there. Said they're going to pull the stuff and have it ready for you. So just go see that person. Okay. Let me break it down to you. There might be like a dozen registers where right. I work. But there's one fucking line. Right. That doesn't guarantee that you're going to come to me. That you're going to get right. And if you're going to be the bitch that waits in line for me, you're going to be waiting there a long fucking time. Because yes, I sir. know who you are now. You are marked. Right. And I will intentionally... I, I will give the best customer service in the fucking world exactly. to the three people between me and you right. to make sure that you have to go to a different pot, exactly. spot in the line every fucking time. And that, it kills That person me. in front of you that needs a price check for some shit that's <clears throat> way in the back, I'm going to go do it myself. Like <laughs> not, not only am I going to check the price, I'm going to bring the product out. Right. I'm going to unpackage it. I'm going to lay it out. I'm going to let you touch it. I'm going to let you molest it. Exactly. I'm going to let you fondle it. You can do anything you want to it. And then I'm going to be very meticulous when I pack it back up. Right. And then when I go to put it back in the back, <laughs> guess what? There's going to be about six fucking tweets associated with it. Exactly. Because that's what happens in the back. Right. The oh, yeah. back is Twitter land. It's Twitter land. It's, listen, if you if you ask a, uh, somebody at a store, it's one thing to, for real, go to the store. You get to the aisle where something's supposed to be. And it's not there. And then you ask somebody, hey, mm-hmm. is there by chance that something's in the back? Right. That's one thing. It's a different thing to get there, see what the fuck you want, and it's there. And for some reason, you're like, hey, you guys don't have any newer ones in the back? Or you guys don't have any? Are you going to restock? Yeah. Look, bitch, look, do you, you saw what you wanted, right? Exactly. It's right there on the fucking shelf. Pick the shit up. Go to the register. Get the fuck out the store. I think people for real think customer service agents, or not even just customer service agents, anybody that works in a store, I think they honestly feel like you guys have nothing else going on. Nothing. Like, bitch, we run the store. The the other 99 people fiddle-fucking around the sales floor right now, they don't exist because you just walked in. Oh, oh my God, it's you. The woman whose husband called in, let me drop everything Everything. I'm doing. Everything. No. No. Fuck the chick with the two screaming kids already at the register. Right. Fuck the old lady in the wheelchair. Fuck the blind guy that somehow got everything perfectly in his cart and he's next. Yeah. You. Because somebody called up here. For one, bitch, listen. (laughs) You can call like Domino's and and like Jimmy John's and you might even be able to call Ikea and get some shit ready (laughs) before you get there. But you're not going to be able to call most places and just be like, hey, yeah, I'm on my way. Yeah. Because if we could, everybody would do that Exactly. Shit. Who the fuck would honestly go walk the aisles if they no. could just call the place like, hey, I need a couple rows of tissue, a fucking uh, bookcase, and some yeah. napkins. You and and I mean? put it under Jones and have it ready to register for in right. 15 minutes. I'll be there. It's like there's an app for that. Right. But I'm going to tell you right now, enough of us are smart enough. We we see the writing on the wall. The app is there to eliminate the number one expense. Right. And you're seeing the air quotes, but nobody else is. But guess what? We know what the app is going to do. It's going to cut that fucking payroll. Yeah. So, so you know fuck what? Fuck the app. Yeah. When I see your internet order come across the screen <laughs> and it's going to be ready in 30 minutes... No, the fuck, no the it's fuck not. It won't, bitch. It's gonna be ready in an hour and thirty minutes. Yeah, damn. Right. Only because you came in, and I'm gonna be like, yeah, you know, we we get so like I could not have had a customer for the last two hours. Oh, I will literally wait 
until the customer shows up to pull their internet order man. and then be like, oh man, we've been so busy. I haven't had Fuck a hand. Because yeah. you know what? I'm going to put that doubt, I'm going to put that seed of doubt in your head. It's called job security. Exactly. I am going to sabotage the fucking app to make sure I still get a paycheck. Fuck yeah. Every fucking time. Real and then the, the, the people that come in and they pull that shit and they pull it in like a Walmart or a Target. Right. 200,000 square feet. 400 <laughs> customers at one time. Right. Four employees on the clock. Right. Yes, yes. You, old cunty customer on the phone, you are my number one priority. Because <laughs> I will take your one compliment that you're not going to send in, as opposed to the 400 complaints that are going to come in, because 25% of the work staff was off trying to find your fucking flat screen TV. Right. Man. Like, fuck, fuck you. you. Exactly, bro. Oh, man. Listen, man. I, I think... Somebody said one day that, that every male between the age of 18 and 22 should go in the military. No, every fucking able-bodied working adult should have to work in retail at least two years out of their fucking life. Real shit. When you graduate high school, I don't give a fuck what you want to go to college for, what you want to do with your life. I don't even give a fuck if you can go straight from the fucking high school to the league. You should have to do at least two years of retail. Exactly. Because then I guarantee... I mean, there's been times I've been waiting in line, and I know that the cashier is a piece of shit, but I'm going to make sure I don't give you a shitty day, because exactly. I'm pretty fucking sure that the reason you're shitty right now is because the other 900 people that you've dealt with before me exactly. have probably gave you a hard time. Yep. You just don't give a fuck at this point. Yep. You know what I'm saying? It's almost as if we look at the cashier as a cash register. No, this is still a fucking person. Yeah, that is a human standing in front of right. you. Right. You you want them to respect you. You want them to find everything in a fucking store and you want them to oh, well, this 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 was marked wrong and you want them to discount and blah fucking blah fucking blah, but then you want to talk to them like they're not shit. Exactly. Fuck you. Yeah, you like, want me to do something for you, but you literally just spent the last 15 minutes bashing me. Exactly. Guess what? I'm out of stock. The fucked up part is I'm not even the one who stocked the goddamn Ugg boots, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I did not order the, spunk, I, yeah, the pumpkin yeah. syrup for your None pumpkin spice shit. latte. I didn't do it. I didn't do it. Listen, shout out to all of the black girls who smell like pink oil moisturizer, but I didn't stock it. And shout out to all of the white girls who smell like pumpkin spice, but I didn't stock that either, bitch. If it's not there, <laughs> don't get mad at Penrose. You know what I mean? Like, fuck off. Go to goddamn Bed Bath & Beyond or wherever the fuck you got to go. Uh, because sometimes you're going to go to a store and that shit's just not there. No. Stop being shitty to the person that's trying to help you. Yep. Especially if that person greets you with a smile. Stop being shitty to that person. Exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. Uh, I hate shit. customers, man. I'm telling you, man. Customers drive me fucking nuts. It's, I'm telling you now, there's going to be three C's on my tombstone. And it's going to be customers, corporate... And coupons. They um fuck the coupon, fuck bro. The coupon. I I so here here's the thing that kills me. Mrs. Ranty just got coupons mailed to her okay. from a store that she semi frequents. Right. Here's what kills me. How much is shit marked up when you can send a coupon out that says take sixty percent off any item in the store? Right. How much are you paying these kids in Thailand to make this shit? <laughs> You're gonna, or, you're gonna or, sell it for a hundred, yeah. but it cost you fifty five cents to get it on to a fucking, fucking shelf. Make. Yeah, what the fuck? Because when you take that sixty percent off, you're still probably making three hundred percent off of what the fuck you yeah. paid to fucking make it. Yeah, and 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 the thing is, like for me where I work, they offer all these ridiculous discounts online. Right, and 
I know that they're trying to eliminate payroll. Yeah. Well, you know what? Why don't you just A, again, treat it like an investment, and B, if, if the average discount online is 15%, get rid of the online yep. and just drop the prices in the store 15%. Give your people a chance to actually do their job, right? do it well, and do it enough that they're not worried about fucking getting laid off in exactly, two years because the bro. app is doing well. Exactly. Or, oh, my God. Bro, like... Again, work like most of my retail business. I have, like I said, I worked at a Target before, but most of my retail has been like restaurant type shit. You get told all the time those people that come in if they have a a printed uh, uh, coupon, mm-hmm. you know what I mean. You take that. You got to get them to open their phone, show that they got the coupon in their phone, right. they use it, it's deleted, they can no longer use it again. Right, bitch, it's Mother's Day. It's <laughs> fucking a million people at the door already. Because nothing says, I love you, mom, like Asian zing on their wings. Exactly. You yes. know what I mean? Do you honestly think that I'm about to talk? Every customer that shows me this fucking printed coupon that I'm not supposed to take, mm-hmm. that, like, I've literally had tables that'll give you a coupon, and you can tell it's like, it'll be like like three white couples on this side, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah, maybe they're all related. Then there's a black couple, an Asian couple, an Arab couple, and and they all have the coupon with the same name on it. Mm-hmm. At this point, fuck not. Yeah, I'm and, gonna take and it. Somehow, because- somehow, all eight tables are Raekwon Jones. Exactly, and all of them. And you're like, all right, <laughs> you look like a Raekwon Jones, but Miss, you are the sexiest Raekwon Jones I I've have ever, ever seen fucking seen in my fucking life. <laughs> you know what I mean? I've never met a Raekwon with double D's, but hey. <laughs> Or a blonde. Right. We'll you know? take it today. You know what I mean? So it's like, stop it. You know what I mean? Like, don't tell. It's almost, again, the higher ups look at numbers. Even if you're a manager, you're kind of just a number. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's almost like they want you to go out there and, I don't know, man. It used to be customer service was customer service and, and everything was like great and good. And, and yeah, the customer was always right, but they were always right to an extent. Yes. Now it's they're always fucking right. All and the that's fucking time. bullshit. Yes. You know what I mean? We had a conversation one day about uh, going postal, actually. Mm-hmm. And they did a documentary on that. And they were talking about how the first guy that ever went postal right. was like the top guy yeah. at the U.S. Postal Service. Mm-hmm. Never had any issues, was always on time. You know what I mean? Yada, yada, yada. This guy was up for a promotion. They didn't want him promoted. Because he, he was a, too good at his job, exactly. probably. Exactly. He got a ticket for doing 16 miles an hour in a 15 mile an hour zone on on uh, uh mm. you know at at work. He uh he got flagged for like I don't know, I guess when you deliver mail, there's a certain amount of time you have to do it or right. whatever. He was like two minutes out of that time. And they said they don't know if this is what pushed him over the edge. But the last thing that happened to him before he came in the fucking post office and started shooting up people mm-hmm. was his boss came to him. They said this dude was in, you know, like the little big dumbass mail bins and he's right. bending over sorting out mail. Says his manager walks up on him and whispers in his ear, You know I'm fucking your wife, right? Oh shit. And then stands up and walks away. No. Mm. According to everybody, this is this was not true. He wasn't fucking this man's wife. But the point was, is they were trying to figure a way to get this man to quit. Yeah. If we keep 
antagonizing you and putting bullshit on you, you're eventually you're you're the best guy they, we have. That, that was they were they were playing the part of Drago. Exactly. They were just looking at I will break you. Exactly. You know what I mean? So this guy eventually comes in and he shoots up the whole fucking place mm-hmm. because I've been I've dedicated myself to you and you yep. and you're treating me like shit. Hey Walmart, you should probably listen. Stop treating people <laughs> like shit before you become you know what I mean I'm not saying yeah. that people are gonna go in and go postal on Walmart, but it's just I don't know, man. In in the sense of, of, of everyday life and the things that we deal with, the one thing you're never gonna fucking get away from is going somewhere and having to purchase something. Yeah. Stop treating people like shit. Yep. You know what I mean? Like we talked about this back in the day when they were having the uh the Million Man March. And again, I come from a city where to be honest about it, every like corner store is owned by Eric. And they were saying like how we shouldn't go to these stores and like uh and and keep putting money into the the Arabs pockets and blah mm-hmm. blah 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 and my sister at the time was going to Ferris State getting ready to like graduate mm-hmm. and she posed a question she says well if we stop going to the Arab stores and they stop fucking supplying us with what the fuck we need where the fuck else are we supposed to get it from yeah you know what i'm saying you can't keep treat you can't go to somebody just because you don't like who they are like what they're saying you you came here to purchase something. Right. That's the fucking person that you're it's, talking it's to. It's the necessity of exact, it. And that's it. I don't give a fuck if you don't like that person on the other side of the register. Get that fucking two-ply tissue and that fucking Febreze and get the fuck on. Exactly. You don't have to think about that person once you leave. No. You know what I'm saying? As long as the as long as long the, the customer service agent isn't shitty to you. Now, if right. that person gives you some a bunch of shit, then by all means. Yeah. Type your little email. Do whatever the fuck you got Call your do. phone number or whatever. But if you're, you're just simply mad because they're having a shitty day or, again, like real shit. For all of you that are in eardrop, I don't know what the fuck you do as a job. But whatever your job is, multiply that shit times a million. And then that you just begin to enter customer service agent. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And people don't realize that shit. They think... A motherfucker on on Black Friday, fuck them. That's almost like <laughs> normal to a customer service agent, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, stop. I, I don't know, man. Well, I can't. I can't understand treating people like shit. Well, the thing that gets me a lot of times too is there, there's there's various levels of it. Is you will get somebody that wants to buy something, somebody that needs to buy something, right? If you need to buy something and there's an issue, there's an issue with the person at the register, there's an issue with quantity on hand, in stock, right. something, okay, you have something legit to talk to a manager about. Right. Not not necessarily bitch out the cashier, but you have something legit to speak to a member of upper management about, someone above that cashier. Right. If you were there because you want something, you really don't have much argument. Right. It's a desire. It's, right. It's not something you need to sustain life, to keep moving. That Having that 60-inch or 70-inch LED TV to invite friends over for the Super Bowl, right? if they're really your friends, they're going to come over regardless of the fact if it's an LED or a 32-inch tube TV right. from 1989. They'll be there. They'll be there because right. they're your friends. Right. But don't... You get people that automatically are in that mindset when they come in. You know, if... If I'm if I work at a store that has milk and I'm out of milk and you need milk, you are legit in your argument. Yeah, for sure. If you come in and you're fucking lactose intolerant and you know I don't sell 
almond soy fucking strictly to the milk bull store. testicle milk. Right. Why the fuck are you arguing? Why are you here? Right. You know I don't have this shit. I, don't I have never it. have. Yep. You're the only person in the entire fucking state that drinks this shit. Right. Why would I have it? Go to go so, to so, the so I can get so your three fifty a fucking month. Right? No, it's not worth. <laughs> it'll cost me twenty dollars to get your fucking almond bull ball milk. Just to get your three bucks. Just to get your fucking three fifty. Yeah. yeah. Fuck them. Fuck them. Exactly. Shit. See that right? That right there. That's. I think that's a perfect close to the show. Fuck them. Fuck them. Yeah. I like it. I well, totally dude, agree. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, again, first time in studio, dude. Uh, great. Oh yeah, man. absolutely I awesome it, time. Man. And uh, I, I I love the show. Uh, I will I will have to do the show. Uh, oh yeah, man! You definitely have to come on, bro. We'll do that. And uh, well, talk a bit a bit more about the show in your own words, real quick. And we'll go ahead and wrap this thing up. Um, the show for me, the way I look <laughs> at it is, I'm a very unapologetic person. I feel like anything that I say, I don't say in order to have to take back. If you don't like it, come talk to me about why you don't like it. And if I'm wrong, then cool. Educate me. Right. So, you know what I mean? But at the same time, I invite you to be very unapologetic as well. You know what I mean? That's why it's called Penrose versus anybody. Um, we do, you have, do, you have, do you have Trump booked yet? I need to. I need to get it, him it on. It would be interesting. I've called Ivanka a couple times. She's, Who hasn't? Uh, she's hit me in the DMs, but you know. I mean, shit. I, from from the memes I saw, I think her and Bill might have something they already might. planned. Right, right. <laughs> I've never seen a man stare at a woman for that long in my goddamn life. But oh my god, not even at the Pantheon. It, it, you feel me? <laughs> even after nine o'clock, shit. So, um, but yeah, man. Ben Rose versus anybody is me. Um, it's funny. Me and BJ have been on each other for what is this? 2017. So going on like five years. And you would think that we've been knowing each other for our entire lives. Right. Uh, we met through a mutual friend. And ever since then, we, we started in a business venture back then. And it turned into something else. And this is where we are now. So anyhow, um, Penrose versus anybody, man. We drop every Monday. Uh, we've been doing this. I've been podcasting a little over a year now. Um, Penrose versus anybody has probably been a show for like six weeks now. Like I said, before we were the Grime Lords. Um and it's just it's just a lot of fun. You know yeah. what I mean? Again, like I say what I want to say. I talk about the shit I want to talk about. If you're anybody with a slight bit of fucking intelligence, I actually did a show, the last Grime Lord show that we did, I spewed a bunch of nonsense and a bunch of bullshit <laughs> just to see how many people were going to be like, oh, shit, man, you're talking the truth. And I got that response. And it just allowed me to know how many people actually follow you for the fandom as mm-hmm. opposed to actually listening. Right. You guys should probably fucking go kill yourselves. Anyhow. <laughs> um, but yeah, but Penrose but but, but if you if you do get those suicidal thoughts, go to Walmart. Go to Walmart. And then again Don't buy anything. Right. You won't have to kill yourself because you're gonna find some shit there that makes you feel a lot better like, about Wow, I, at least I'm not that motherfucker. Exactly. So well shit, dude. Awesome. Thank you so much for coming down shit, and, and you, being brother. on the show, man. For and sure. uh as you know, we can't wrap the show up unless we do it in true ranty fashion. For sure. So uh, when that customer comes up to you at the <laughs> checkout, maybe you're working in a Walmart. Yep. Maybe you're not. Maybe it's none of my fucking business where maybe you Maybe you're at a Buffalo Wild Wings. Yeah, maybe you're at a B-Dubs. Yeah, yeah, good point. Good point. When that customer tells you that those wings were way too hot. Yep. <laughs> out of their order of 20 blazing wings. Right. 
and there's one left in the basket. Before you turn around and take that, I don't know, what do you got a buffalo wild when you hurt somebody with? Go back know. go back in the kitchen and grab a... Before you go back and, and grab that meat cleaver. Grab the meat cleaver. I like that. Before you do that, make sure you do us all one big favor. And the what's that, pen? favor. Make sure you're wearing somebody else's name tag. <laughs> <laughs>